Beer choice, I love double IPAs. That is my specific favorite beer would be the uh, Blighty Elder. Artist uh, would be Rancid. Favorite album would be an outcome Blues. That's going to have to be Carne con Baba. Podcast. We are back at it. Another week. Um, not 100% sure if this is the Christmas episode or not. I mean, it might be the be. New Year's episode. Could be, could be. I mean, who knows? I still haven't decided. It's the holiday spirit. Yeah, so that's yeah. Thing, yeah. Regardless, it's the holiday spirit. Uh, Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. I am your host, Old Head Ed. As always, thank you so much for joining us again. Another week, another episode, and again, another guest. Uh, this time around, the podcast takes another field trip. Get the road. Um, shouts to us versus the buck, capturing the visuals. This time, we find ourselves at MIA Beer Co. Uh, with none other than the man behind the food, behind the kitchen, Los Los Treses. What's up, Los Thirteen? How we doing, boss? Good, good, good. Um, I'm glad you're here. I mean, I'm here. I'm glad, I'm glad to have you here. <laughs> if you're here, you're making money. If I'm here, I'm having good conversations. Yeah, exactly. Bro. So, see, um, so Los, let's get into it. I mean, um, finding yourself in, in a kitchen. How far back does cooking go for you? Oh man, I mean that that goes back to my first job. My first job was a uh, Chuggy Cheese in Hialeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm a Hialeah kid through through. Okay. Uh, uh, Chuggy Cheese. Yeah, I was. Uh, at first, I started off as the. I would actually wear the suit. <laughs> okay, uh, you know, I finally yeah, met someone who did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I appreciate that. That would admit it, right? That yeah. Was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was fun, except for the little kids would get a little grabby. Yeah. Uh, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta give them a little yeah, the old, yeah, the old, yeah, the little chicken wing. The Chuggy just hit me. Yeah, it was it's real out here. Yeah, for real. The little kids don't care. Um, but uh, yeah, it started there, and then eventually I kept bothering them. Like, yeah, let me get in the kitchen. Let me get in the kitchen. Okay. <laughs> and then it came in from there, you know. So I'm 33 now. That was when I was 16. Gotcha. Gotcha. So terrible with math. So. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> so am I here. So yeah, the listeners don't have to worry about some math. Yeah. They've got the calculator in front of them. Yeah. Oh. So you said so you another so you already knew that you wanted to get in the kitchen at some point. Man, yeah, that. it was just. I don't know, it was something that I felt like I didn't really like school. It wasn't being in a classroom wasn't something I liked. Okay. So being in a kitchen, I felt, okay, this is something that I feel normal. Yeah. Um, by 16, I was basically on my way out of high school anyways. Gotcha. So um, it was just kind of like work. Okay. And the work that I could find was working in kitchens. Yeah. You know, that kind of, you know, left for the... And I actually didn't do that for... I, I did it for a good while and then I stopped. But um, yeah, for a good, uh, maybe from 16 to... Maybe 19, that's all I did, and then from 19 on I did some other stuff, and then I went back around my mid-20s. Okay, okay. Uh, growing up, was I was the kid was the kitchen at home someplace that you liked to... Oh, man, yeah, yeah, Um My grandma used to work for all sorts of, you know, like, because I live off of Okeechobee. She, you know, there's a bunch of, like, 
fingers, bars. Yeah. Uh-huh. She would cook for a bunch of them back in the day in the 90s. They would have all those crazy Fridays and Saturday nights. They'd have parties, okay. China, whatever the fuck they call them. Yeah. And she would always be up there cooking up a storm. Like, she was nice. So that's my mom's side. And then my uh, dad's side, same thing. Same, you know, Cubans cook. Like, I grew up with my grandma in the kitchen. So yeah. Just running around tasting what they were making. And, okay. I guess that's where I got my uh, start, really. Okay. Being that fat kid, like, yeah, let me try that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a taste tester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, and, and these were the two different questions. Um, is, okay, the, let's go with the first time you prepare something for the general public, and then the first time you prepare something for like a grandma or a family member. Oh, man. Uh, that's a tough one. I would have to say probably the first time I made picadillo. I had to like ask my mom for her recipe. Okay. Yeah, a very specific recipe. Okay. So that would be one. And then... Um, sorry, what was the other question? Like, oh, yeah. dude, that would probably be, I guess, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. I remember once, one specific memory, um, my kitchen manager at the time left me alone and a bunch of tickets came in and I knocked out the whole, like, it was like six tickets and I did all the pizzas and then he came back and he was like, you did all the pizzas yourself? Like, looking around, like, all confused, like, what? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I did this. So that was... The first time, I guess I was like, wow, these are pizzas that I made that are going out that mm-hmm. people are going to enjoy. Okay. And then he was probably scratching his head like, why didn't we have this guy in a costume? Yeah, he was like, how the hell did you do that? He was like checking all the pizzas like, nah, 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 I think you missed like a red. Like, oh, shit, no, yeah, you did, it. You did everything right. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so that was a uh, one <laughs> Okay. Um, before you found yourself at MIA, you were making croquetas, you told me you and your wife. Well, uh, I, I started making croquetas while I was still at MIA. Oh, okay. They're still here. Okay. I've been working at MIA um, since... Technically got hired December of 2014. So okay. right now it's basically I've been here six years. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah it's a pretty big uh I've never lasted this long at least. <laughs> <laughs> but um but so I started here, my buddy Piero, rest in peace, he was one of the original brewers here. Okay. I have a big brewer of him in the top line. Oh, yeah. People in the beer scene all know him, he was an OG. Wow. Um, he got me the job here, so I started off as a bar back, just you know, doing what I can. And okay. from that I became a bar manager. And then from that, it became a tapper manager. And for one period, about almost a year, I ran the kitchen here as a food truck. Okay. But that was through MIA. And uh, what happened was the city of Doral ended up fighting us because they don't allow food trucks in Doral. Really? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. There's some sort of weird logistics. Yeah. Who knows what they, what they did. Um, so, uh, we had a little incident with a gas leak, so they were like, yo, you gotta get rid of the, of the truck, that's it, we've let you have it for this long. you let you cook long enough? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so that was it, so, so then I went back to, excuse me, the beer got me, uh, <laughs> went, back to, uh, went back to managing here in the tap room, and then, uh, they brought in another kitchen, Pepito's Plaza, which is a, a, a gas station down here, they do a lot of really good Venezuela stuff there. Okay. I brought them in because I knew them, so with that, I kind of was like, hey, well, I make pets with my wife, because at that time, I kind of already started that, yeah. and that's kind of what led to that. They were like, okay, we'll sell your product, and then that business started. This was October 22nd. Okay. And so you had three years in the in the beer industry under your belt. Yeah, exactly. And then by then, we started getting asked to do all sorts of beer festivals. Okay. So the big ones would be Free the Whales. Uh, okay. which my buddy Chris Marino does. Right. Um, before him. everything happened, it was a yearly festival where he would basically free the whales. In a beer community, a whale is considered like a rare beer. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. So he would free the whales, he would have a bunch of rare beers, you pay your money, you get injured, you know, drink all you want, eat all you want. So he would hire us to 
make man, a couple thousand briquettes and just hand them out to three people. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how we started. Another one we did was for Three Sons Brewing, which is another pretty... Shout out to Three Sons. I'm familiar. Shout out to Corey. Yeah, Corey. Corey, hell yeah. They make great beer. We did their... Um, what was it called? Their, um, it was like their inaugural first festival. Uh, Lumberjack. Lumberjack. Yeah, Lumberjack. Okay. We were there at their festival. Oh, giving out. We made three specialty catch for them. Okay. Um, that was a great event. That was wonderful. That was uh, definitely a highlight from yeah. all the events we've done. Oh, that's fresh. And then from there, just kept going, kept going. We kept doing pop-ups at Box Elder. Shout out to Adam okay. and Nicole. Um, and then we also did... Uh, at Union Beer Store. Um, shout out to David. <laughs> yeah. Um, and dude, it just kept going and going. And I've been friends with the owners here since I've been working here at MIA. So I was able to kind of, pandemic happened, things happened, uh, people left the kitchen, uh, you know, people swapped left for whatever reason, you know. Yeah. No, no reason to get into that. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I just kind of, hey, what's up? <laughs> what can I do? <laughs> no, that's excellent. The croquetas. Uh, now, was that uh the first time you you made a croqueta? It was at was at home. Was like, yeah, dude, just at the house, like kind of like, man, I'm tired of eating ham croquettes. Like, I was like, ham and chicken, ham and chicken. I want to try something else. Mm-hmm. So the first one I ever did was a spicy Mexican chorizo with gouda cheese. Wow, that was wow. Yeah, that, I, I got it. Yeah, I got that chorizo from like some Mexican mart in like Fort Lauderdale. I forgot the name. Okay, legit, the guy made it himself. Like, it was like. Damn, this, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So that I even brought it here one day. The employees tried it; they loved it. Um, so that was the first um, dip into that. My wife as well; she's Spanish, so a Spanish Filipino too. She grew up in Canada. She made her own. She ended up making like almond serrano and manchego cheese, okay. which was like all right, cool, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but dude, to be honest, what really sparked all that was uh, me and her went to Spain in 2017. And we went to this little craft beer bar called Bess. Okay, easy. It's okay. in uh, Madrid. I forget the name. Placencia? No, no, Placencia is a different part. It's in Madrid. It's like in a kind of hipstery wooden part of Madrid. Okay. The reason why I went there is because it was the only place that had American craft beer. So I was in Europe for two and a half weeks, and all I had was lagers and light pilsners and yeah. stuff like that. And yeah. I like those. S A I and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, all that, all that stuff. But I love hobby beer. Okay. So I was like, nah. And when I saw that, I saw it on tap. Mm-hmm. I went there, then I was like, damn. So all they do is sell craft beer, croquetas, and uh, tortillas. Uh, Spanish tortillas. But like all sorts, they had like a pizza tortilla, they had like curry, they had a mushroom and truffle, it was crazy. Wow. And then the croquettes were the same. Crazy. Yeah. So that kind of was like, hey, we don't have this back. So that kind of that definitely that was the spark. Yeah. Simple and effective, but, you know, it's not a, it's not so many options that you overwhelm somebody. Yeah, just a few to be like, damn, it's a little different outside the box. No, sure, sure. Damn, that was Spain. I gotta get out to Spain sometime. Wait, now it's kind of tough. Dude, but, yeah, no, I mean, dude, we got lucky. That was like, I don't know what happened. My wife was like, yo, I found tickets for 500 round trip. I was like, let's go right now. <laughs> I was like, if you don't turn this down, I was like, yo, we gotta, we gotta go. We gotta go. We'll figure out the rest later. <laughs> so then you started adding, uh, so, okay, that's kind of. What was the next thing you said? All right, I want to try taking this on as far as preparing. Uh, well, okay, so I guess backtracking a little bit. Uh, around 2014, I used to work at Churchill's Pub, okay, which is like the local punk rock. Yeah, I think they did a lot of hip hop. They do. They, they definitely did. I, I saw KRS One there. Okay. Yeah. I, I did a shit with a Blowfly and Cool Keith. So like, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool shit. Um, so uh, when I worked there, I ran the kitchen there. 
So I would do burgers. So I would call like the whatever band was playing. I'd be like, yo, what do you like on your burgers? Uh, for one instance, was this metal band from New Orleans called I Hate God. Okay. Very cheerful name. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I called the dude up and I was just like, hey, what do you want on your burger? And he was like, uh, I don't know. I like uh, Crystal's hot sauce, white cheddar, bacon, and pepperoni cheese. And I was like, yeah, that sounds fire. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay. Like spicy, tangy, you know? Yeah. So I did that. Um, and we did a bunch of did a, a New York hardcore burger, which is like for New York hardcore, but it was like a like a Reuben New York style like belly sandwich, but okay. a burger. Yeah. Um, all sorts of stuff like that. So that was kind of I guess another little interesting. Yeah, that's why we also do burgers here. Okay. So Let's talk about that. What yeah. can we find on the menu here? Uh, all right, so yeah, so we got a couple different things on our menu here. Um, it's a mix of kind of pub grub meets Cuban Filipino fusion. Uh, Cuban Filipino fusion in the sense of like we have a frita that I make for my own. I, I hand blend my own meat with a candipalo chorizo. I make my own fries and house for the vida and all that stuff. Uh, and then we make also like a Pinoy style tacos, so it's Pinoy Filipino. Okay. Um, so that's uh, bistec, which is a uh, kind of like a soy glazed marinated steak with my own pickled onions that have a papaya in it. So it's pickled onions and papaya. Um, that has sriracha aioli, cilantro, you know, the usual sort of suspects on the top. Yeah. Um, so that's that aspect. Then we have our croquettes. Uh, then we also have just like stuff you'll find at a bar. You know yeah. what I mean? Bars. We got wings. Our wings are really popular. Okay. Um, we have a bunch of different sauces ranging from um, buffalo barbecue to swing, which is our guava. I make the house guava and I blend it with buffalo and sriracha. So it's like sweet, tangy, all that, all that good. You know what you've also, you've also made besides my mouth water? A friend. Like, yeah, right. yeah, I had a friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, you know, you know, you know, there, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, we have a mango one, some mango garlic. That one's not spicy, but sometimes you will. I, yeah. I love spicy food, so people, people don't prefer, yeah. prefer the heat. Exactly. We got lemon pepper too, you gotta have the lemon pepper. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, Got one that's Foxy Lady, which is a sweet chili, uh, sweet Thai chili with garlic. So that one's sweet Thai chili's never really out spice. Yeah, more sweet than anything. Yeah. What else? And then you have like fish and chips, which oddly enough we call it. Um, we call it Winston's fish and chips. It's my it's my own to Churchill's when I used to work with. So I used to make all the fish and chips and all that shit. What else we got on our menu? Um, that's eventually we're gonna add a. We're gonna add some rice bowls that are more Filipino inspired. Okay. Uh, we're gonna add span fries, which is something that a lot of people are like, what? And I'm like, you gotta, you gotta, don't judge it, you just gotta try it. It tastes like chicharron fries. Like, really? imagine if you had, you know what chicharron yeah. fries, right? Like yeah. pork rinds, it kinda tastes like that. And then we serve it with a banana ketchup, which is very Filipino. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> that is wild. It's all, yeah, it's all, yeah, I love ordering with food. Yeah. I mean, we're in the tropics. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's yeah, use it up. Yeah, that's yeah. excellent. Yo. I mean, that's a lot of that's a lot of options, and yeah, and we haven't even gotten into the beer yet. Um, <laughs> which let's not hesitate. I mean, we might as well. It's uh, it's Bruce Beastie's the podcast. We want to hit him one time. So this is what I call the official business. It's like the segment where we let the people know what you're up to, uh, what they got going at the location, and uh, and where they can find you. Um, so just hit them with all the info. Yeah, um, for sure. Um, Masa Craft. We're located at MIA Beer Company, uh, which is in Doral. It's off of uh, 107 and 33rd Street. The full address is 104. Uh, 104. Ah, I forgot it. <laughs> it's all right. It'll be in the description. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll put it, I'll put it all there. Blanking out right now. Yeah. Um, 
Now you have cruise control. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So we're here. Uh, we're here Tuesday through Sunday. Um, the hours will be in the uh, description. Um, we're about to start doing in the new year. Hopefully, bringing in a brunch, mm. a couple new things, a couple events. We used to do croquetas and cerveza, which was four beer pairings with four croquetas. That will okay. be coming in the new year as well. Nice. And you can catch us at uh, catch us at uh, at Massacraft three hundred five on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, man, just keep an eye on that. Yep, my people, you heard Lowe's break it down for you. From his humble beginnings, disguised as any of the characters <laughs> at Chuck E. Cheese and Hialeah, <laughs> to getting into the kitchen and astounding the, the manager with his uh, his efficiency with the pizza pies, right up until what they got here going on at MIA Beer Co. Masa Craft in the kitchen. I mean, that that's a lot. A lot of food that I'm glad we're not sampling because we wouldn't record it episode. <laughs> So nonetheless, I've been blessed with a flight of four beers from the MIA group. Los is going to take us through them. And uh, usually I'm the one that gives the stats and the data, but I'm going to be busy drinking. And uh, this is a slaver. I've been working in the kitchen. So, uh, uh, nah, I still don't shit. <laughs> hey, listen, you'll be surprised that the amount that I know. Okay, let me a little backstory. So I started the podcast. Um, and uh, it's because it, those are three things that interested me. I've always been a hip hop fan. I always like music. Um, <clears throat> you know, everybody eats, and and sometimes, and I realize that I have to. If I'm gonna eat the way I do, then I have to. You know, if I'm gonna work out, eat, eat workout in combination. I need that. <laughs> <laughs> good cards. They're all good cards. Definitely good cards. And then I started getting into beer and learning about all different types of beers. Um, so I said, I'll mix the three with the hopes that I, you know, I don't know a lot about the three, but I learned at the same time. And then my guest listening also learned, I mean, my, my, my listening, not my guest, my guest knows all the, everything that you know about the world. Yeah. But definitely we're going to get into these four beers. Um, and we're going to start with their IPA. It's the getaway. Well, can you tell us about the getaway? All right. So the getaway is uh, basically we have another IPA called Neon IPA, and uh, from what I, my understanding, I said this is kind of just a lottery. So okay. this would be a, a New England style IPA with citrus. Okay. It's a very, uh, it's very style right now. Those kind of beers have been very popular. Uh, hazy IPAs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, dude, I, this this is my go-to. Okay. I drink this on the day. Yeah. Like, seriously. Yeah. You, you see me pounding a couple already. Yeah. <laughs> How else can you create these, these wonderful dishes unless yeah. you have some inspiration? Yeah. Need to be a little loose. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess usually I'll have my guests do kind of like the, uh, give us their thoughts on whatnot. Man, I just said it's my go-to beer. Yeah. That's my daily drinker. Bro, this thing is light. It's crispy. It's hot. Um, 
You get like a lot of grapefruit notes on it. The, the nose is also grapefruit. Uh, you get a nice bitterness at the end, which I love. Okay. Because it's not an IPA unless you have some bitterness. Um, and then just like, man, honestly, I just thought I can literally drink I I do drink this every day. <laughs> <laughs> so, just, to, just to make sure that everything's on on even play. Yeah, like, this is six points. Uh, yeah. What do they call that? Uh, quality control. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, quality yeah, yeah. control. Yeah, bro. Check this out. And it is uh, six point five percent. So okay. it's, it's you know it's like I said, my favorite beers are double IPAs. So I'm mm-hmm. used to drinking nine ten percent. Yeah. So this to me is you know it also works against me because I need like two of these. Yeah. Just got yeah. six years of this? <laughs> yeah, right? That's a word. Six years, no joke. My liver's um, like, stop. Yeah, stop. <laughs> what are you doing? What did I ever do to you? Yeah. Um, the getaway IPA, I'm going to say, um, uh, I, I'm, I'm, IPAs aren't my first drink of choice or first beer of choice. Um, I find it that there's, time, there's times where IPAs are so bitter that it, it doesn't leave me with a desire to drink more because yeah, I'm still, I'm still feeling that bitterness. Um, this one's actually pretty good. I don't know if I'm building up a tolerance because I've tasted a couple IPAs to since be honest, I started. Yeah, man, like when I first drank IPAs, the first one I ever drank was Celebration by Sierra Nevada. Okay. Uh, they're, they were one of the first companies that were doing really hoppy beers. So their, their Celebration IPA comes out once a year. It's a Christmas beer. And it is dry hop like like it is just filled with hop. So the first time I tried that, my tongue like almost rolled to the back, like rolled to the back, and like, yeah, just, yeah. Like, like I was like, what is this bitter bomb? Went to Death Con Five, yeah, like, like lock everything whoa, down. Yeah, like you know, done, 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 <laughs> abort. And uh, and over time, I learned to like appreciate. Now, like I love that beer. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm like hell yeah, I'll okay. for it. You know okay, I mean? dope, dope. Well, let's get get into the second beer. The second beer is the Foxy Brown. The Foxy Brown. All right, now, so that's, that's a new drop. From what you're, yes, from what you're telling me, this is something new, exclusive. Bruce Beeson needs a podcast. Exclusive. So, let me know what the Foxy Brown yeah, is like. So, that um, essentially is a uh, brown ale. Just a nice, simple English-style brown ale with English okay. hops. Um, it's a bit of a beautiful accent. Our brewer was making our 305 golden ale, which has pale malts and uh, some biscuit malts. Okay, and by accident, he had a chopper biscuit, which gave it the flavor and changed the color completely. Made a completely different beer, which goes to show, like, literally anything change a beer. I mean, granted, he put a different malt, so yeah, it's gonna change, yeah. but yeah, it really was like, oh, maybe it'll just be like a darker. No, this completely, like, it's a whole other, yeah, whole yeah, other. So this is almost, I don't want to say Newcastle, but it's like a a better version of Newcastle. In my opinion, I mean, doesn't have that nasty like big big beer taste at the end. Correct, <laughs> right, like manufactured. Yeah, like all that rice, gluten, and corn yeah. syrup and shit. That's a very accurate description for those of you watching, listening, um, and your fans of Newcastle about this. Yeah, this definitely has. It's in that vein. Um, and, uh, I named it too. I mean, uh, Foxy Brown after uh, Pam, uh, Pam Greer. Yeah, you know, so. Pam Greer. Yeah. Pam Greer. Uh, for real. <laughs> That's around. Jackie, uh, Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Yeah, Jackie, Jackie Brown. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Excellent. I like this one. I'm really liking this one. This this is an accident that I. I Dude, you guys should be proud of. No, no, 100 I mean, that happens a lot in the career industry. They won't admit it half the time. They'll just be like, oh, give it a different name. 
But it's just like, hey, it was a beautiful accident. Like, it worked out. <laughs> is that why they came up with the term um, rotating? Because typically beers. I, yes, I mean, I wouldn't say no. I, I don't say yes, though, because I mean, rotating is more seasonal. But well, there's, right. there's, a, there's a terminology that they use. It's like they'll have seasonal. Um, okay, I guess rotating is in that same vein. But there's one terminology when it comes to their, their beer drop, which they kind of use it as a, well, it's kind of like special. it comes, yes, yeah. special release or like we, we kind of don't remember how we made it. Yeah. So we're just going to call it this. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm drawing a blank on that one. I'm sorry. Okay. But I do have a funny story to a good mistake that happened from a bigger Okay. Uh, Victory Brewery from what, oh, I, okay. from what I've read. They have a beer called, um, what's it called? Is it called Golden Monkey? Yeah, yeah Golden, Golden Monkey. Golden Monkey. Sour yeah. Monkey. So yeah. Sour Monkey was an accident. Really? Yeah. From what I've read. Apparently, okay. the, some way the, the beer got sour and they mm. tasted it and they went with it. From what I've heard. This is the all okay. Rumors and innuendo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's a cool, I think that's cool. It's a perfect example of, hey, you know what? Let's roll with it. Yeah. Like, think about it. You just wasted, you just bought like thousands of dollars worth of malts and you're like, eh, I need to somehow make this beer work. Yes. Yeah, yeah. We're going to, yeah. and it does. And I, mean, I know people that drink sour monkey. Shouts to, shouts to H. <clears throat> WBCC site like radio. He's a big fan of the uh, Golden Monkey, Sour Monkey. Yeah, yeah, that's what it's so good. So, we're going back in on this one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I mean, would would you say your favorite beer is? Like, what's your favorite Um, go to? I think, okay, so I'm I'm a fan of a couple different beers, uh, beer style. I like uh, Bourbon Barrel Ales. Okay. Um, The Kentucky one? The Kentucky one's good. The Kentucky one's good. Um, Do you like bourbon barrels uh, stouts? Stouts? Mm, I, I, I'll drink the stout just to try it, but I usually don't rely on stouts because I just, I, sometimes I make a mistake of starting off with a stout and it's like, that's a drink cognac or any kind of like, No, I don't. I usually go with I, I, always, I always ask like, if you drink that kind of stuff, I was like, then you gotta, you know, you kind of. Yeah, it's, 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 it's so goes hand in hand. hand, yeah, hand. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. It does. It does go ahead. There's a connection between the two. Exactly. Definitely. Yeah. Um, no, but I usually uh, Kentucky Bourbon Barrel Ales. I like a cream ale too. Um, um, I'm not too big into those, man, because you know, since I'm a purist, like, okay. I want my beer to taste like that. That's where I become yeah. like, uh, kind of like a snob. Like I won't, I won't disregard them and, and not appreciate them, but I'm not gonna drink them. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. That won't be like just the, not the my first thing. You chew them. Yeah, it's just no. I feel you. I feel but, you. That Foxy Brown was delicious, and the next one you're about to try. I'll just get into it. It's also something I don't, don't normally try, but it's it's what I call like a nice dessert beer. Okay. Well, he's speaking of Lowe's, is speaking of none other than that Coco Flan. It's Abuela's Coconut Flan. Um, this is interesting. It's one of the first things that kind of caught my eye when I walked in and looked at the board, and I was like, Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's something I can get into. That so is a collab. Cool it arcane yes with arcane brewery okay. which is a great 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 brewery out of tampa so um that one i'm not too familiar with I'm, i i know it i've had it it's just that that was such a new beer that i've been kind of like out of the loop on that one but it tastes like a burrito bro it's crazy that it's, that's very interesting that's definitely a dessert beer this is something you want to end the night with yeah you're not gonna sit there and pound. You're not gonna pound. You're sure. definitely not gonna pound. And that's what I mean. Like those kind of things. Just what you have right now to me is perfect. Five ounces. Yeah. Of like just to taste it, appreciate it, mm-hmm. get to know it. Yeah. But yeah, so that one. I mean, there's people out there that love it. Yeah. Interesting thing is that I'm not a coffee drinker at all. You get some coffee in there. You get the coffee in there, you know. But 
it's it has a sweetness that kind of dulls the coffee a little bit, but it coffee's in there enough. To is it kind more of a coconut sweetness? Would you yeah. say, or is it more? No, like, I say more of a, like it's like a flan. It's, it's like the coconut, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the is definitely there. That's the caramel. The caramel. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah, the fragrance is straight off coffee. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the beans that they use. Mm-hmm. Usually, when and I'm pretty sure they didn't brew it. I think they even kind of just like soaked a little bit. So gives it more of an aroma. Okay, nice. Yo, shout out to I mean, you know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's an excellent taste of beer. Definitely something that I would drink just like after dinner. I haven't had a beer all day, but before the night ends, I just want to get into something. So, yeah, nightcap. I mean, really good. I mean, holiday, like ideal for holiday, I think. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Definitely. The fourth one. Um, I mean, I would drink all of these straight through, but I got a podcast to run. Yeah, we got. It doesn't mean I ain't going to go back and sip them a little bit. And also, wait, before we get into that, you know what? I, I have been kind of failing at doing this hosting thing because what I do accomplish while we're doing this is I ask my guests. Some of their earliest beer memories. And I'll ask them what they're drinking nowadays. Well, we know what you're drinking nowadays. It's the getaway. Let's talk about EBMs. Oh Hashtag EBMs, early beer memories. Uh, dude, beer runs. I made a joke. Let us know. Let us know, Lowe's. Walk into a fucking gas station and take a six pack or whatever and just hit <laughs> That's one of my earliest beer memories. Uh, <laughs> the, the less secured beers in the venue is what you're walking with. But, 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 uh, but no, no, for real. Uh, Mickey's, man. Drinking Mickey's, dude. Like, yeah, that's a staple. With, uh, with the uh, other with, with, with the puzzle. puzzle. Shit, the puzzle. The puzzle. Oh, yeah. um, puzzle poems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there was some yeah, poetry yeah. to it. Yeah, so the 32s, man. I remember, like, yeah. actually, oddly enough, we're strange pieces now. <laughs> my boy used to have a crib around there and we used to go party and then I would go to that. It used to be a fucking bodega. And I would go there, they, I know, they wouldn't I make know. me. Sorry. Yeah. I, and I, and I would, <laughs> dude, I'd get my two quarts and, and I'd be chilling. <laughs> Again. Yo, H, you got another mention. Uh, WBCC Psych Life Radio, two nights a week on Twitch, Tuesday and Thursday. The first person I interviewed that put me on to this he told me the story about this infamous spot that they would go to and, and it was the it was the hookup it was yeah. a place where they didn't I forgot the name of it yeah so I think it was called Quick so he tells me about this when I interview him I interview him like prime quarantine time so we're doing it on the phone we're doing it over the phone and um turns out that the next time I talk to, I, sometime around that time too, I sit down and I talk to Alex from Strange Beast. Talk to Alex, and um, I talk to him over the phone, and he told yeah. me about Strange Beast so on and so forth. Yeah, yeah. The first time I actually meet H, well, not at the first time, the first time in a long time I meet H. Um, I, he's in, he's a Kendall dude, so I'm like, bro, I'm gonna be, we'll pull up the Strange Beast. We get the strange beast, we pull up. Like, nah, hell no. Nah. Actually, the first time, the first time I meet us versus the book, that's the us versus the book. Yeah. The first time I meet him was that same day, and he and Abe sit down, have a couple beers, and start talking, and he starts telling me, because remember your podcast, the little corner star was telling you about? This is it. Yeah. This yeah. is it. We're here now. So that's, that's why. Dude, yeah, I remember the, the first time that I went there, I was like, <sighs> Was it this? And before I finish it, they're like, yes. 
<laughs> it was. It was the quick one. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was the spot, dog. Bro, that was a high, like, I would go, I had a girlfriend in Kendall at the time, so it was, you know, and I'd always be that kid in the high league kid in Kendall being like, I'm from Kendall, I'm not from Kendall. <laughs> <laughs> I know this area. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> well, you had a rep for your area, for yeah. sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yo, I guess I, I should take this time to say um, thank you to everybody who tuned in on Twitch for the because we're talking Kendall vs. Hialeah, right? So Kendall vs. Hialeah, <laughs> I think. So Kendall vs. Hialeah, um, a, a night that went down in hip hop, Miami hip hop history. Um, shouts to the whole SFMG, Orion, uh, H, uh, Renee, Dre, Human Sushi Podcast. And everybody who tuned in, man, I mean, at one point, I think we had about 106 people watching the streams. Awesome. Beautiful thing. And by the time that this drops, I'm hoping we surpass that 1,500 views we had on Twitter. Um, and that's what it was. I mean, we took the time. Orion oh, and H came up with the, with the idea to... Um, to kind of represent their hoods and, and showcase the talent that comes from both areas. I heard it was like a rap battle. It was so what it was. A lot of the promo leading up to it was back and forth rap battle. Yeah, I'm not in that scene, so I'm not really like into it. So explain it, but you heard about it. Yeah, so yeah. that's a great feeling to hear that you heard about it. So leading up to it, the, the way we went about, well, the way the fellas went out, went about promoting it was they keep kicked freestyles, kind of like repping their city. And then it turned into where a lot of people got involved, and I appreciate everyone who got involved. And um, and then what it was, it, it culminated at a it, um, to a night of just music being played from both cities. So you had your captains, you had Orion repping Hialeah, H rep- representing Kendall, and they went back and forth with the songs that they felt were the best ones from the area. So they went back Hialeah all booty music. I feel like that's it. it. Surprising. <laughs> that's that's the typical frame of mind, but it wasn't. It wasn't. There was some yeah. There was a couple. Of, yeah, right. Yeah. 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 But uh, yeah, successful man, successful night, and uh, I, I appreciate everybody who tuned in for sure. But we already got your vote. You Hialeah, so that's you know we need right. Yeah. Let's get into this fourth and final beer. This is gonna be yeah. This is gonna be interesting. Um, this is the Chanko. Oh, yeah. It's a sour ale. Sour ale. It's fruited. Mango. And it's got a little secret. It's got scorpion peppers in it. Shout out to my Scorpio. Scorpio secret. <laughs> y'all know what's up. I'm all right with y'all. Uh, and, uh, you guys don't know what scorpion peppers are. Uh, they're spicy. I'm, I, I'm preparing <laughs> myself. I'm preparing myself. I'm gathering it's myself. Wait, watch. You'll see what you're gonna. You're gonna get the full sour at first, and then you're gonna get the. You're gonna get the the, the hotness at the end. Your mm. belly. Okay. Down your throat. You're not okay. gonna get it like hot. So yeah. You'll see what I Now, just the smell alone, it's like it's it's inviting me. I uh, I recently uh, become acquainted with sours within like say like the last five months, four or five months. So this is something I'm looking forward to just off the smell. Yeah. Right? Again, that's another style I'm not too big into. Uh, I do love them though. I like to try them from time to time because it's just it's like drinking like like a, it's like a warhead or a, a crybaby cup in mm-hmm. a liquid. So I, I used yeah. to eat those as a child, but now as an adult, I got stomach issues, so I can't be having that sour all the time. But that's you that go is, to the beach. You're gonna. That is really good. I mean, scorpion pepper and all. But you'll see what I mean. You'll get a little itch in the throat. Yeah. And as it goes down, you'll you'll feel that warmth. The warmth. Belly. But that's a really good sour. That is a very good sour. Um, I'm a big fan of, you mentioned Three Sons earlier, I'm a big fan of uh, Tropical Acres. They're sour. Yeah, yeah. Corey and, makes some sick sour. 
and and this one right here is right up there. Yeah, he made a. It was like poison berry one or something. The poison like berry, poison berry, poison the hood. Yeah, poison that thing is sick. Mm. I remember drinking that at a couple of beer fests, like like before when they weren't even open yet. Wow, we were still like doing like you know the homebrew stuff. Kind yeah, of. yeah. No, that's really good. And especially, like you said, you prefaced it. You asked me, are you into spicy? And that is, but it's not a spicy where I've had spicy drinks where I'm like, oh my god. This is like I think uh, there's a cider, there's a jalapeno cider made from uh, it's called a crowbar, and I still remember the name of the damn brewery. They have a couple different ciders, but that one's like you drink it, and it's like oh, intense heat from from start to finish, and then you're sitting there going, and and they, it comes in cans. So I bought one, um, just to like like uh, put it on my. Uh, Check, check off my list yeah, at World of Beer. I'm like, oh, I'll try that one. And I'm sitting there and I drink it and I go, I got a whole can of this. So I'm sitting there like, <laughs> I'm sitting there like, sipping nah. and it's just heat every time. And I'm like, there's more in there. Yeah. yeah. And I was forcing it down. But this is different because it does present itself as a sour. It has a little heat on the back and it's nothing. It's funny, it was what Brewer was making that. He was like, because this was, I, I don't want to say it's exactly a Piero recipe, which is the original Brewer of my recipes again. Um, uh, when he made it originally, it was spicy as fuck. Like, it was like, oh shit, alright. And people love that though, so it's crazy. So when he was making it, I was like, yo, no, you gotta do it with the seeds. I was like, you gotta do it like this. And he was like, Are you sure? It seems like a lot. Like, just do it. Just put it in there. So I feel like I gave him some pushes. Okay. He's kind of keeping it light. It's like, no, you gotta like, it's gotta be in there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gotta, yeah, yeah, like, definitely. But the the version one, as they say in the the first version, of yeah, it, was was definitely almost like what you said about that, like yeah, kind of spicy from the beginning. Now, like, like damn. yeah, yeah, <laughs> excellent. Um, <laughs> at this point, I typically ask my guests one through four rank their favorite from the least favorite. Nah, but I'll still do it. I'll still do it. Okay. It's just a order. Ah, it's a strategy. Getaway, Foxy Brown, Abuelita's uh, Coconut Flour, and the uh, Chango. But honestly, though, I'm going to switch. I'm going to put the Chango at two because it's got more sentimental value. And also, I've used that beer to make like a wing sauce for it. Okay. Which also, the mango garlic sauce that we use is we have a whole other segment dedicated to each and we're going to talk strategies and recipes and all that other stuff and as, as well as what you like to eat yourself but um yeah man bruce beast needs the podcast y'all stay tuned we're gonna get into the beats Now, please, I know there's eats on the table, but there's still a segment of the podcast you got to get to. There's croquetas, the croquetas, and we're going to get to them. But before that, we got to get into the beat segment. This is the segment where I usually ask my guests um, what their musical taste is like, uh, what their playlist might consist of, um, the, the coats and the classics for them. Yeah. Um, so let's start there. Um, Part of a band, you were part of a band. Yeah. Let's yeah. talk about that. 
Um, a couple of bands. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been playing events in the scene since I was 14. When I say the scene, I mean like the punk rock scene of, of Miami. Okay. Big Gigi Allen fan? Yes and no. Okay, like I like his first band, The Jabbers, because it was more rock and roll. He was throwing shit at people. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's kind of weird. I appreciate it. Like, you know, I appreciate what he did because it was shock value with all a lot of stuff. Like, he was just trying to prove himself as an artist, but at the same time, if I was in the crowd, I probably would have fucking punched him with the face. <laughs> it would have been consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I was like, nah, hell no. This motherfucker just threw this at me. That's funny, guys. Um. But not man, I grew up more, um, I, mean, I grew up behind anything, so I obviously grew up with hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. All day. Yeah. <laughs> that was basically everything you heard, you know what I'm saying? And then, uh, when I got to middle school, I started getting into, like, rock, um, biscuit, all that shit. That was, yeah, I was in the late 90s or into late 90s, so all that was popping. And then as I got into that, I started playing, and I, uh, you know, I basically found, uh, punk rock through, like, Rancid. Rancid. Uh, I mean, obviously, I don't listen to just punk rock. Um, I also love ska and reggae. Okay, big, big reggae fan. Love ska. Ska predates reggae. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. A lot of people always think reggae. No, it's like ska. Ska, ska was fast. Yeah, even Bob Marley was playing ska before. You know, correct. He's got a couple great songs. I think a couple Joe or a couple Coffee. One of those. He's got a great song, ska. But um, but I also love like I got Bob Dylan tattooed on me. Okay. <laughs> like, I love Bob Yeah. One of the original lyricists. 100%. Like, 100%. like that, I mean, that's all the stuff he was saying. People were like, what the fuck is he saying? Yeah. 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 And his videos, too. He was one of the first people to do a video. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. That I didn't know. Yeah, not the first, but he was one of the first yeah, that basically popularized it. I think it was like a Rolling Stone or uh, not like a Rolling Stone. One of the songs. It's basically a picture of it's him holding a sign. Reading the lyrics out through the signs. Yeah. And it's, it's a pretty cool video. Yeah, so he was doing lyric videos way before you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we'll pop a video and all that. <laughs> but, um, man, dude, this is, a, this is a deep subject for me, friend. <laughs> it can go on forever. Like, music's been my life. Okay. Because I can remember, even growing up with Sun Sun. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, the, the stuff that played in the yeah, household. I love Hector Lavoe. Mm. All the, all the all Fanya Oscar shit. Like, uh, I love that shit. Yeah, that's classic. I can talk about, and I'm a music nerd. Like, you know, yeah, that's dope. But what made me is punk rock. Straight up. Like that. My bands are all punk rock. I got to travel the U.S. because of that many a times. Uh, so, I don't know. I think, like, a kid from Ilya didn't have any kind of a... Uh, College education, got to travel the U.S. and do a bunch of cool shit. Yeah, I always look at it that way. Yeah, yeah right, cool. Like, while all my friends are going to fucking get educations and degrees, I was traveling the fucking U.S. Yeah, <laughs> that's an so I always look at it that way. Yeah, it was like my. Uh, what did you play? I um I played bass. Okay, I was playing guitar. All right. Um, I played bass first. So in my eyes, I'm a bass player right. first, guitar player second. Um, but I, yeah, yeah, I can rip on both. Yeah, yeah. not like a fucking the best guitar player ever. Yeah. Do some stuff. <laughs> what, um, was it, was it like a, a school thing that got you into music, or try, or even trying to play the bass? Um, was there any band involved? Yeah. <laughs> or was it also more like we're all getting together? Man, it was just being a kid at all. I don't know, all the time. I'm watching like VH1 and MTV, and just like, yeah, yo, I want to do that. Like, gosh, I could do that. Like, one thing I can remember was seeing like Flea playing bass, and I was like, yo, that's so fucking cool. Like, how, how does he make those sounds out of a yeah. four string instrument? Like, yeah. So that was definitely a, like something I definitely remember. Um, I guess it was more of an escape. 
there's more of a reason to, you know, get away from yeah. whatever was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. You know? it, it was a distraction yeah. from just the everyday life. Yeah. You just turn on listen to music and then, you know, that's it. You don't listen to anything else. Listen to music. Yeah. 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 How did, um, how did traveling around the country affect, because I know we, we spoke about it earlier on with you being in Spain and finding out that they did croquetas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how did traveling the country playing music affect your like food taste or your, just your food knowledge overall? Uh, man, I mean that. Right, so when I first started doing it, I was like 18, 19, so I was just eating like gas station food yeah. at McDonald's. Like, it was yeah. just like, what can I get? Like, bro, what can I jack? Yeah. <laughs> like, fair enough. Like, yeah, do they have Mickey's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, for real. Like, so that, as I got older, though, like, for sure, me and my wife, like, the last couple years, she came with us. So we would be like, oh, we gotta go here, we gotta go there. But that was like, you know, 18 compared to 20, mid 20s. Yeah, you know? well, yeah, it's a world of difference. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, but, um, man, it, uh, I'll tell you what, it made me appreciate just every city and what they have for that. Like, you realize, you know, music is so mainstream nowadays, and there's only certain things that are popular. So with what I deal with, it's good to see the difference in the cities. Like, you know, for instance, Miami is not always just hip-hop, or not even hip-hop. I don't even know what the fuck they listen to inside each. But whatever the fuck they listen to out there, that's not, that's not always my, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's not a fair representation exactly. of all my Like, when people are like, oh, I love South Beach, I love Miami. And I was like, no, it sounds like you just like South Beach. Like, yeah. Like, you don't know yeah. the rest of Miami. Correct. And, like, Churchill's is a good example. Yeah. That's, you know, part of it. And it has hip-hop as well. Like, hip-hop and punk rock have always been yes. connected through, yeah. especially with The Clash. And, uh, it's so true. Yeah. It's so true. It was one of the few, probably one of the few genres where they would put together events at a venue. And hip hop acts were able, like the early on, yeah. like we were going to come through and, and yeah. represent their art. And, and, yeah. and they would also do their words and lines and all that stuff. And, yeah. You know, it's just, uh, I don't know, I think I, I, think I love about punk rock is for the outcasts, for the weirdos. You know what I mean? Just, mm. Everyone's accepted. Like, yeah. Especially if you don't have, and that's what it comes down to, because that's what hip hop is too, in a sense. It's like, my, my story is I came down from New York to South Florida. And that's one of the things that brought that that kind of brought me closer to certain people was that their musical taste in hip hop. It was like so, and we all do it. I mean, we all take our shot at hip hop. Whether you're breakdancing, breakdancing, DJing, you know, graffiti or whatnot, it's it's part. It's in part to be accepted or to be part of something. And so it's the same thing. Let me give you an example too of like my first two CDs that I ever bought. I got them from Columbia House for free. You know what I'm saying? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that has done that? But like I have an accomplishment so, in my life. So the first two CDs I got were Tupac's All Eyes on Me, which I, I own the vinyl still to this day. It's still one of my favorite albums ever. Okay. That man was a genius. And then No Doubt's Tragic Kingdom. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, that was when I was like, Nine or ten, whatever. That's the one that had no speak on it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't speak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you know, obviously, all eyes on me. That came out in what, ninety-six. So I was about nine. I I was born in eighty-seven. So I was about nine. Okay. So that was my first. Those two. (laughs) And then also I had. The Dogtown Gangsters. I love West Coast rap. Dude, because of the 
the laid backness of it. No, the, the samplings of it. Okay. Like all, all like the, the funk. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Funk. I love George Clinton. Like all, like it's just that. I also love East Coast too. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, you gotta appreciate it too. But yeah. when I was a kid, I was like, damn, this is cool. And then I like no doubt. That's what was going on. I mean, MTV at that time. I would say it was that spinnacle. I think real world had just started. You know what I'm saying? Like it was like okay. well, road rules. Like who the fuck remembers yeah. that? Like, yeah, you know road rules. <laughs> it's going back. It's going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like that was my first actual real exposure to music. Besides, you know, house parties and your parents would throw up, throw up. All the all the sun submitting it. Yeah, you're hoping you might get a sip of beer from one of the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, what do you listen to nowadays? Man, I, I, you know, I, I am a firm believer in what they say. So, whatever you listen to between the ages of like 18 or whatever, your early 20s, is what you listen to the rest of your life. Like, that is dictates. Yeah, I still, it, I still listen to Granted. I've been pop filling on my shit all day. Um, man, uh, a lot of dub reggae. Okay. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts, actually. Hey, listen. I'm not mad at that. Wrestling podcast. Check out Bruce Beasley in the podcast. <laughs> I, I heard it. I was, I was checking it out. I was, I was listening to it. And you listen um, to wrestling podcast. You listen to um. This is this is a tangent, but uh, um, uh, I can't think of his name or not. Fozzy, uh, Chris Jericho. I do. I do. That's a pretty solid podcast. I like it because it's not just always wrestling, it changes up the music. Sometimes yeah. it's way too corny, so I'm like, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> But it's, I, you know, I, I love him. Like, I, I, I love him as a wrestler. I think he's hilarious. And what he's done for the business, bro. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that he said fucking WWE. Yeah, and started his whole yeah. thing. Like, yeah. He, yeah, went yeah. to another company and was like, yeah. this You're a fan of Mortarhead. I am. Okay. <laughs> so, how did you feel? Now, I'm going to get all my wrestling nerd shit. Like, a lot of people don't realize this, but I, oh, head oh, head at fucks with wrestling. Yeah. Um, on and off, you know what I'm saying? I keep my eye to it, or I keep my ear to it every once in a while. Um, shout to Menorah Sayo, the home, the young one ex. Um, he always keeps me in, in line with what's going on. He's Japan, in oh, yeah. all that other stuff. But, uh, I was, um, I was able, I think I, I believe, I want to say I was watching the night where, um, Raw came on. It was just after, um, Lenny. Is Lenny or Lemmy? Lemmy. Lemmy's yeah. passing from yeah. Mordenhead. Yeah, and Triple H is the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How, did, how did that make I thought it was fucking awesome. Yeah. Like, I, thought, I mean, him and Lemmy had a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, Triple H, I've been a fan of Triple H since I was a kid. Like, I'm not so much of a fan of him nowadays, because yeah. now I'm like, I He's know, like, He's like, I know, but still, but, bro, if you put me in a room with him, I'm, I'm with I'm gonna mark out and ask him questions. You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna be like, I remember this one time. Um, but man, when he did that, I mean, it's beautiful. He was friends with him. You know what I mean? So, uh, that's a whole other. You gotta, like, because I mean, dude, Lenny was a gentleman. Like, in the way like, he even treated Triple H, Triple H basically was like, I want Motorhead to write my intro. And, and then WWE was like, okay, let's do it. He was like, wait, what? We can do that? Yeah. So he was surprised. So he was a fan. Yeah. So that to me was already like, all right, you got. You already had a pass for me, bro. Now you get like an extra. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the song that much. <laughs> I think it's like, man, but the idea, it's not the best Motorhead song, yeah. but it fits Triple H and it fits like the entrance, it fits everything. Yeah. Um, and just their interaction, bro. You can tell that Triple H had a lot of respect for Lemmy and a lot of love. And same for Lemmy, like just from seeing those short interviews where, you know, Triple H is knocking on the door and Lemmy's like half naked with two chicks. And then he sees his wife, he sees Triple H's wife, he's like, hold on. And then, by the time he opens the door, he's fully dressed and the chicks are gone. So he's like, yeah, okay, that guy cares. You know what I mean? yeah. 
So, no, I thought that was awesome. Yeah, and I am a huge, I'm a part of the fan club that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, I have a huge motorhead tattoo right here. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, I fucking love my <laughs> What's one, okay, me not really being too well versed in motorhead, what's the one track that you would recommend for me to listen to? Uh, the Hammer. The Hammer. Okay. Just because that's one of my favorite songs from there. Everyone goes to Ace of Spades. Because mm-hmm. that's the classic. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows that. I remember that from Rock Band, or I remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, and that is a great song. That's a fucking beautiful one. But, um, um, and which is oddly enough, it's on the same album that Ace of Spades, which is the album is called Ace of Spades. Oh, gotcha. Um, love that album. That, and I also love um, Another Perfect Day, which is an album after Lemmy lost his two original, his guitar player and his drummer. Mm. He started basically a new band. Basically a new band. Oh no, he was a drummer. Whatever. It was a new band. Yeah, and, and a lot of people don't like that. A lot of people don't like that album. I probably think it's awesome. Because it's uh, it had a uh, Brian Johnson or Brian Roberts. I forget his name from Thin Lizzy. And I okay. love Thin Lizzy. So it was like a mix of the sound of Thin Lizzy and Motorhead mixed together. People called it Motor Lizzy, Lizzy Head, whatever. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly what. <laughs> and uh, so, like I said, a lot of uh, Motorhead fans don't like that album. Yeah. I love that one. That's one of my favorites. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I keep talking about Motorhead out there. Now, <laughs> I'm, gonna start off, I'm gonna start off and listen to uh, Hammer. Yeah, Lowe's yeah, yeah, yeah. man, we talk beats, man. We we got a we got a good amount of music in there. Um, you shared your your thoughts on. Oh, we gotta talk about it. Oh, show me the Beastie Boys, bro. Oh, wait, okay, so hold on a second. Like I fucking like I was like I had planned to go see them because they had a tour, and then MCA died. Yeah. And I love them because of their connection with punk rock and hip hop. They yeah. started off as a hardcore band. New York, you're from New York. Yeah. Bad brains, all that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's when they came into it. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's. And it's it's a it's it goes to show it goes to it, it like it goes back to what we were saying earlier. Where there is such there's a thread there's a line between hip hop and punk rock because if you're opening up or you're doing punk rock venues. And then you still have commercial success as a hip hop band yeah. with No Sleep Till Brooklyn, uh, Fight for Your Right, like that. That it goes hand in hand. Yeah. It's, just, it's a testament to but, what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. But then when you get into like Paul's Boutique or um, it's just what I was gonna say. That was a commercial favorite. Paul's, yeah. Paul's Boutique. Yeah, yeah. that was. Like, they had joints on it. Yo, like, yo, they spent like a million dollars on just samples for that fucking <laughs> for that album. Like, yeah, it's like, like still to this day I listen to that album and, I, and I'm like, oh, oh that's from this song. Yeah. Oh, that's from this. Like, I'm like, what the fuck is the amount of shit they mix up there? It's just like, whoa. It's amazing. And then when they went on to do, um, uh, check your head. Check your head. Check your head. Gratitude is on check your head, right? I want to say it is. I want to say it is. But that, the way that that album came about was you mentioned samples and spending yeah. money on samples check your head came about by them renting out a, a, a spot right above our venice i think it was our in venice california right above like a storefront and they rented out a spot and all they did was play music play basketball like there was a basketball like a half court there's a half there was a half court a half pipe for skateboarding and they would just work on music at their leisure and then that's how we got checked in dude i'm still trying to get to that beastie boys bro that's, that thing is freaking yeah thick uh, <laughs> yeah and and, and, just, and me being an old head <laughs> I, I i always love 
when when you know typically hip hop artists have a shelf life. They're like, all right, you're too old for that. And within the, and, you know, typically that was the mind frame. Now, that's almost anything nowadays. Though. Yeah. Now, 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 I don't know. Maybe the last four or five years, maybe six years, we're starting to see. And, and the Beastie Boys were a testament to this, which is way more than four or five years ago. But they, you know, they go hello nasty, and they come back and be like, you guys are old, but like you're doing it. Oh, run the jewels now. It's like forty something years old, doing it. Like yeah, that's like that's the best feeling for me. Is where the older generation of hip hop is still thriving. It's excellent, and then hopefully one day we find ourselves in a place where we're we're revered, yeah. kind of like a Rolling Stone from there and there, seventies or Aerosmith when they're down. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like and hopefully that, that comes out. Yeah, and also try. Try it. Try it. Yo, Big Midnight Marauders. That's one of my fucking favorite records. That's it. And on that cover, you got MCA, you got XT, you got everybody. Everybody. Everybody's on. Yeah, I'm a big final collector, so I. Ew. Oh, dope. I definitely definitely have that on. Nice. It's a classic album, man. You can't have that. Nah, you can't have that. And it dropped on the same day that Wu Tang's first album dropped. I did not know that. Yeah. Like those those albums came out in 1993. Yeah, I remember now. It was kind of like, yo, what are they doing over here? What are they doing? It might not have been the same day, but it's kind of like. Around the same time. Yeah. You're talking about. 36 Chambers, right? 36 yeah. Chambers, yeah. Yeah, it was like classic. Yeah. That's another crap. Yeah. Have you heard of, I can't remember, but it's a guy, it's like a DJ guy. Yeah. He remade the 36 Chambers, but like funk so much. I gotta send that to you later. I can't remember the name of that right now, but it's so good. Is it? It's yeah, like, uh, it's just folk soul music, but redone at all. Oh, you gotta send me that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's, you put it in the background, and you, you yeah. nobody would notice, and you'd be like, wait a minute, is that? And you start hearing some pretend or not. If you just say I smoke on the mic, like, no, there's no, there's no lyrics, there's no lyrics. No, is that? Yeah, it's just oh, music. So it's just music. So it's melodies. Oh. So you just it's folk soul, but you just you're like. Wait a minute, you recognize Yeah, because you recognize the the well, exactly. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'll send that to you later, man. I think <laughs> dude, I feel dumb not remember right now, but nah. that was dude that <laughs> Yo, my people, uh we we yeah, we talked a good amount of music man and, and, and I think uh I think myself and Logan became best friends somehow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh Yes, I mean, and then he, you know, he cooks and then we have beers, so it's like, <laughs> oh, you got me, look, I'm fucked, I'm hooked. Yeah, right. But there's still one segment talking about, we're going to get into these croquetas. Bruce B's and the podcast, we're going to get into the eats, we're going to talk croquetas when we get back. Y'all stay tuned, darling. Bruce Beast and East the Podcast, if we have reached the East portion. Uh, <laughs> I have a hand bottle. Yes. We are here. Visual. <laughs> it's still it's still Los, Los 13, Los Treces. And um, we spoke about these croquetas that got him going in in, in, uh, in, in his own food ventures. And now we're gonna witness these croquetas. Yeah. Um, try my balls. Yes. 
That's our joke. That's always your like, Try our balls. That's excellent, yo. That's excellent. And I and I bet you people are gonna go, you're pretty good balls. <laughs> I've had people tell me I love your balls in my car. <laughs> So what we got here is four different types of croquetas. We do. Um, Lowe's, walk us through us. Walk us through them. I can't even talk. I'm so, looking forward to this. I'm going to start off with the OG. The okay. one that got us through, the one that started us. The baby of our of our uh, croquetas. Okay. Our jamon, bacon, and gouda cheese croquetas. Mm. So what we do with this one is we use the jamon serrano, use the apple with smoked bacon, a couple other goodies, um, and then in the center we stuff it with gouda cheese, mm. and then we serve it with a spicy guava sauce. Wow. That's now, it. full disclosure, <laughs> this morning I told myself, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna back off the carbs for a minute. Oh, okay. These I, are good carbs though. I haven't. <laughs> I heard. I heard. I haven't made it through a full 24 hours, and I'm gonna get into these. I know us versus the buff is gonna get into some of these too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm gonna give this one a shot. Give this one a shot, yeah. and I'm gonna pass it along. There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is different. This is different. <laughs> but on a level of like it's got me wondering why the why aren't croquetas first of all round. This is an excellent idea. But I don't think I've had a croquetta with this much flavor in it. A distinct flavor. Yeah, I want to say distinct yeah. flavor. I know we talked about it earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was with, with uh, it being your staples, your chicken or your ham. Yeah, yeah. So this is something else. Yeah, we had to beef that up. Yeah. I always say the cheese makes it better. Cheese in the middle. Yeah. That's what. That's what this very, uh, differentiates us from. Try to talk. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, dude. Honestly, we. Uh, we just thought, hey, well, why not stuff them in the middle? So, like, you know, when you get them nice and hot, you crack it down. If you eat it like that, some people do. Mm-hmm. You get that pool. It's almost like a mozzarella stick. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, and yeah, I mean, dude, that's that's been our. Uh, it's been the reason why people like our crafts. When we won, um, we won 2019 We Won judges' choice. That was a collaboration with One Point George Farmhouse. Shout out. Okay. Yes. Um, Farmhouse Barbecue, badass fucking spot, check him out. Uh, he, he basically gave me his brisket, I turned that shit into a burger. And that was, uh, that was... You're taking, you're taking chances with these burgers, because I imagine, you know, earlier you mentioned being a purist yeah. of when it comes to beer. Yeah. I'm a purist when it comes to hip-hop. So a lot of the new stuff, I don't necessarily gravitate to because I, I know what I like. Like yeah. I said earlier, eighteen and twenty-five. Listen yeah, to yeah. what you kind of like, what your ear is trained to. Hear. Yeah. That croqueta is not just croqueta, but anybody. I, I'm, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go on the limb and say, anybody who just one or the other and then tries this, and there's no way they can't. I can. This is really good. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, you're just like. 
a lot of the other companies, I mean, a lot of the places down here, I use a machine, so we're handmade, so that's a little difference. And uh, I don't know what ingredients they use, but uh, you know, the traditional A stand that you get at any of the bakery. Yeah. The, you know, or at the bakery, at the store, it's usually it's a paste. It's yeah. It's, a, it's not anything you really enjoy. Yeah. Much of crap pulled into it. You know what I mean? So we were like, no, it's really real ingredients. And butter. It shines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, so good. Oh, excellent. What's the um, next one you recommend we get into? Um, I'm the, I'm torn between the, the pe- I'm going to let you choose. We got a pepperoni pizza or we got a county bottle chorizo. Let's go with that Alright, so that's, uh, that's a very, very traditional style Spanish Corvetta. Okay. I use uh, dry aged Canti Bottle Chorizo. Okay. If you don't know what Canti Bottle Chorizo is, I feel sorry for you. Uh, just look it up. Uh, look it up. Can Tim Palo. Dude, it's uh, delicious. I use, uh, I use bacon on that one as well. I got Canti Bottle Chorizo, Swiss cheese, red peppers, garlic. Um, and then smoke paprika. That's uh, can't get wrong with that one. Man, and what's the sauce that I just did? That one, so the sauce that's a, the roasted garlic ale that we make in house. We make all of our sauces are made in house, just like the guava sauce. So that's a uh, delicious roasted garlic ale. This is worth, like, I hold no parking at the rail, but I'm glad it's with this. Dude, I've heard people that like lift weights, they'll eat croquetas because it's like a form of carbs. So I've seen shirts that say like croqueta, croquetas and weights. <laughs> or, or crossfit and croquetas. Yeah, crossfit and croquetas. It's like, yo, it's carbs, but it's like protein too. Well, most people, I mean, you can make coffee. All right. What I've learned is that I got a homeboy of mine who, tra- who um, trains, who helps people train. For uh, competition, shouts to uh, Raphael, nice. uh, South Florida Bootcamp, Mr. Bootcamp. What, himself. like Ironman? Yeah. No, well, it's more of a beauty and fitness. Oh, okay. And, and people work out with him, and you'll see the change. And his secret to keeping these people on that steady diet is to include something that they can't go without. Yo, shit, wait a minute. Shouts to Lais, um, his wife, who is a WB, WBF. Uh, I'm mess this up. Is he a WBFF? I think it's WBFF. That uh, local like, station? Local TV station? No, uh, it's, it's an actual, it's a federation. Yo! <laughs> uh, Beauty and Fitness Federation, World Beauty and Fitness yeah, Federation. Yeah, so it is WBFF. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Laiz, shout out to Rafael, the coach. Um, and her thing is that the first time before she competed, Coqueta was part of her diet. <laughs> which would blow people's minds and they wouldn't believe them when they said, you could incorporate these type of things. I've heard people training and drinking beer, warm beer. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I, weight training, and instead of drinking water, they'll drink fucking beer. Apparently, because they like help. There's muscle, a, like it's something with the muscles. I don't know. The one that I've come across recently was that beer helps with the recovery process um, after working out. And, and I don't know. If, yeah, and I don't know if it was uh, just like a. a whether it's female or male, but I, I wish I could remember what it was exactly, but there was something I remember for females or, or for men that it would help with the recovery process. But I mean, any reason to drink beer, yeah, I, I, I got shit. <laughs> I'll be recovered no matter what. Shit, shout <laughs> <laughs> exactly. 
Shouts to Beer Fest Friday, the podcast. That's, that's family for us. Of course. And, and what they do is they work out, they do CrossFit, and then they go into the studio and record an episode while they drink beer. Shouts to y'all. Pedro Beers, Dr. Pedro Beers, and Socrates are great. Um, that's not a, that's that's a great more reason to drink beer after you work out. But uh yeah man, that was excellent. That was that can do so much. Slam. Slam. Yo, so let's get into the third one. I would say let's do the pepperoni. Let's do the veggie for last. Okay, so so that's a pepperoni pizza. We actually uh we we made this for uh Palooza 2020. It's okay. different. If you haven't heard of Forgetapalooza, shout out to my boy Burger Beast. That's my boy at Burger Beast on Instagram or anywhere. Burger Beast. The guy does the best food events in Miami. He does Forgetapalooza. I okay. mean, where else can you pay, you know, a certain amount of fee and then go and eat all the forgetapalooza if you want? Like, that's oh, my dude. When I heard, first heard that, I was like, a fat boy dies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm surprised like, to get on there. <laughs> Um, and luckily enough, I actually got to join it. So, like I said earlier, we won the 2019, and obviously with everything going on this year, we couldn't have the same big event. Yo, the shit would draw like 2,000 people. Wow. 1,000, 2,000 people wow. at Magic City Casino. So it was a, the big event. It was a event. small event. Yeah, the last beer fest I went to was at Magic City Casino. Yeah. It was like November. Was it at my age once? Was Vanilla Ice there? Yes. Yeah, that was at my A's event, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that's amazing. Yo, that's amazing. Yeah, with uh, Rob Bass and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. who else? Uh, and there was Jay. Expose. Expose, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was at my A's beer fest. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. Granted, it was all uh, Magic City that kind of hosted it. Yeah. And, and put the money and did everything, but we kind of brought the whole community through. And, yeah, yeah. No, no, excellent event, yeah. man. I mean, you got a little bit of weather. They yeah. can't do that day, but it, it, didn't, it didn't stop the fun. Yeah. That's where I got the chance to meet Corey from Three Sons. Oh, we're, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro. Yo, I miss those things. To be bro. honest, the only thing I was excited about that day was seeing Vanilla Ice do the Go Ninja Go. I'm not even joking. I was like, that was the highlight. I remember screaming it, and he did a version of it, and I was like, what the fuck is this? He did like a few. I think he can't do the original version of it. That's, it. Yeah, I, I I that's a whole off track, but yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's cool. It's cool. I'm glad you were there. That's no, cool. no, cool. I had a hell of a time that night. So, so like I was saying, uh, Forget the Palooza. So this was for the 2020 event. Uh, Burger Beast only chose five uh, of the participants. Uh, so it was us. Um, shout out to Dos Croquetas. We had Sergio's. Uh, Sergio's. Sergio's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Finca. Which is Isla Canaria. And then Chow Bakery. Chow, Chow Bakery. They're another big company. Okay. Well, like I said earlier, um, they all have a machine. We're the only ones that were hand rolled. But those Mercados has a machine, but they're doing their thing and they do different ones. So I'm not hating. Like, yeah. Not even hating much, much love to them. I love them. Like they're my homies. Like we're always like, yo, what you got? Like we're always like, yo, yeah. they have a badass menu at Noche Brugada that I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo, how do you make it taste just like a man? I don't know what you're talking about. With the hint of yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, I'm like, wow. Yeah. And like, they're the same. They'll try us, like our pizza. They're like, wow. So that's that kind of thing. And that, and that to me comes from my punk rock. The hip hop community. You've got to be, you can't fucking, you can't, you know, you got to. You gotta come together. You gotta unify. You always gotta be talking to your peers, talking to your yes. friends, and yes. everything. Like, 
has to be one. It can't just be a competition, competition. It needs to be friendship and then a little playful competition. Hold on, of course. Yeah, no, because you got to flex the skill. You know what I'm saying? I know that the phrase is, if you want to go far, you go by yourself. If you want to... If not, you want to go fast, you go by yourself. You want to go far, you go with other people. Yeah. So, to me, like those Rockettes, we've been, they won the, they, we won the judges' choice, they won the people's choice last year. So, we've always had, like, our little butterfuls. I've also had them in our Rockettes in Zepesa, the event that I would host here, okay. which I mentioned earlier was four Rockettes and four beers. Okay. So, it was like 25 bucks, you get four different beers, four different Rockettes, and, you know, you can't beat that. I had them on it like about two or three times. I had uh, uh, Finca and Pastelito Papi. Okay. Which he also does some of the best pastelitos because he's he's thinking about like us. Like, damn, dude, I want to try a pastelito that isn't always wow, I guess, or wow, or oh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. So he's been doing great. Right? He a, did a jerk chicken one. He did a mango and cream cheese one that was fire. Like, oh, my mind. Uh, his picadillo or his carne one is. Because wow. he puts so what I hate about those uh, those pastelitos is that they never put enough in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of crust, crust, yeah. crust, flake, and then it's like, oh, there's some there. When I heard the reason for it, so if you put too much, then it doesn't make the same. Okay. So I'm like, all right, I get it. But still, like, fuck it. Gotta take a risk. <laughs> yeah, sacrifice. I'm willing to sacrifice. But this is the extra protein. Yeah. I'm so glad I ate them. <laughs> there you go. Perfect time. Yeah. I was actually I had tickets for this. Oh really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's they're moving out of Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Got you. Got you. Alright, so again, again on my hip, on my nerd, on my resting nerds, shit, got them going. Right, got really don't know. Last verse, gonna get on the front row again. My man. Oh, all right, well, last one is another one of the OGs. This one is a favorite amongst the beer community. Okay. Every beer event we've ever done, Chris Marino, shout to my boy. Uh, uh, Jesus Christ, my beer part. <laughs> beer part. I don't brain part. It's different. Well, when your, your brain is flooded with three of the whales events. There you go. Um, from all the three, that, it's actually the lemon drop, to be honest. <laughs> But, um, dude, this is a straight-up vegetarian cat. Um, I, that's why I was surprised that the beer community loved it so much. Like, it was like, wow, okay. Um, so that has uh, caramelized onions, spinach, mushrooms, and then in the center, there's goat cheese and Swiss cheese. It's a lot of umami, which is, you know, that six, yeah. the sixth sense of the flavor world. Yeah. That, uh... That's a very good Roberta. Um, yeah, and there's no meat in them. And there's none. And there's butter. <laughs> but yeah, no meat. <laughs> and I'm a, and I mean I'm glad I'm a fan of all that you described in there. The onions, the mushroom. That's that's very good. That is very good. And it doesn't it doesn't uh put you in a place where you're like, it's not Roberta. It's not yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So that the idea my wife makes that. Okay. Um, she also makes that hamon. My wife, my beautiful wife, Mara. I asked her to be here, but she's taking care of business while I'm eating shit over here. <laughs> but uh, so that was her. That was um, she used to make this like French quiche, French tart quiche. Okay, which is the same ingredients as a quiche. If yeah. you don't know what a quiche is, Google it. It's like a, it's like a little tortilla. That's not gonna be in the description though. Yeah, 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 sorry, but it's a quiche. Look it up. If you don't know it. Sure. 
But uh, she would make that. We were kind of like, yeah, what if we make that into a corvette? Are the ingredients you need anyway? So, uh, dude, I'm, I'm, so, I'm honestly surprised how much people like Like, I'm good. Like, I, I love it, but I didn't think it, it, it outs, not that it outsells, but it's like up there with our hand. Yeah, especially considering that uh, a lot of times when you talk pairings, when it comes to beer and food, there's some sort of protein that's not vegetable. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times barbecue, um, what happens, but like, that, that's an excellent for yeah. Uh, dude, uh, we, we, it's funny too, that one we've always been like, what do we name it? We just name it a veggie cat because I feel like if you say mushroom, some people will be like, I don't like mushroom. And it's like, right, yeah. they call it a spinach cat. And someone will be like, I don't like spinach. And it's like, it's a veggie cat. Like, if there's veggies in it, just get it. <laughs> so, so if you're not good with vegetables, that's the way you're doing like, I'm sorry, but if you're like in your fucking mid 20s and you're still not eating vegetables, and you're like, you need to grow the fuck up. <laughs> You, you need to eat some food, dog. Yeah. Experience things. Brussels sprouts are good, I swear. Now, if you can tell me, that you can get a Brussels sprouts recipe. 100%. Oh, yeah. All you need is soy sauce and bacon, dog. That's it. That's it. That's it. Oh. Cook the Brussels sprouts and fucking bacon, and then throw some soy sauce on top. Done. You want to no. take a little bit, add some vinegar. Done. That's it. It's that simple. That's simple, dog. I've been cooking myself recently. Cooking needs to be simple, dog. Like, that's the beauty of cooking. You know, I'm a simple ass dude. I'm not fucking, like, I'm not trying to make fucking uh, souffles and shit. You got time for that. I ain't making this. Granted, there was a lot of work in there. Cats, cats take about three days to make that is, yeah. Uh, from, from the back. Yeah, from the start. Yeah, because it's uh, with masa. Masa, the name masa comes from the masa of the red. Actually, which you could also say for like corn tortilla, the masa de corn yeah, so, yeah. And then we make that in one day. It has to sit overnight. Then the next day, it gets breaded and rolled, and then we come to together. That's a two-day process. But sometimes it's three days. And it's too yeah. much. Like you know, it's just one of those. It's crazy. It's kind of like if you take it into consideration. If you saw that on the recipe, like typically a recipe, recipe will they tell you wait an hour in the fridge or something. Yeah, or it'll say kind of like uh, it'll say uh, prep time. And then cook time. Yeah. If you saw the prep time was three days, you'd be like, "Wait, what?" No, no. The thing is, it would be it would be like prep time, two hours, and then like the other one, cook time, an hour. But then total process, three days. You're like, "What? <laughs> how, did, how did three hours become three days?" <laughs> no, as with things, man, anything simple and easy, you gotta give it time. You gotta let it rest. You gotta let it do its thing. It makes it work. Simplicity to me is always key, man. That's why I love punk rock. Four chords. That's why I love hip hop. I see that. Yeah. Make it simple, man. Make it good. Make it pop your head. That's it. That's it. That's the key to life, dog. Being happy. That's true. And it should be simple. I know we derailed my normal. This is a beautiful sacrifice. But I do have to get to the point where I ask you, what is it that you like to eat? What's your go-to dish? While you think about that one, to marinate, marinate on that one, I'm gonna let us first get on this last one right here. Look, get it. There was a Yes. Man, dude. Oh, man. Uh, Cuban food, two number one all day. That's that's the reason I learned to cook. So that, but um, steak, <laughs> steak number two. Yeah. And burgers, dog. And, oh, wait, and then talk. Man, I'm a fat boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's like asking me like, 
Who's your favorite son? Or who's your yeah, favorite, child? favorite fingers? <laughs> yeah. We gotta get rid of it. You're like, just the one I don't want. Oh, God. But I kind of need them all. Yeah, like, I, I love them all the same. But no, he was good. That's hands down. That's home cooking, dog. Just anything you make at home, dog. Like yeah. that's to me. There's nothing better than something you make for yourself. So no matter what it is, yeah. it could be fucking spaghetti and sauce. It could be ramen in a cup. Whatever you make, whatever you feed yourself to make yourself feel better. I feel like that's that's one way to my cuisine. So you're you're a big fan of home cooking. So asking you where you would get like the ideal Cuban meal for you that's outside of home, I, it's kind of like I don't know. You I mean, I got this one spot called uh, what do they call it? Uh, Latin Latin America Cafe. Okay, they got like one of the it's a small. I go there. There's some great food. Like, every time I'm like, damn, I want fucking arroz con frijoles and una boya la plancha or something yeah. like that. I'm like, oh, I go there. So that's that's what's up. But for the most part, I just make it all. Yeah, yeah, like straight up. Like that's what one thing is. I, I lived, you know, I lived away from home for a long time, obviously. So you learn the fucking damn. I want my mom's spaghetti, or I want my mom's fucking this. You learn how to make it on your own. Yeah. So to me, I'm just like, oh, I'll just buy the shit. But I ain't sure making it costs a lot of money. So yeah. <laughs> like damn, I could have just gone out. <laughs> yeah. Stop laying it out. But then you have that food for like two or three days. So yeah. Yeah, and, like, and if you're okay with leftovers, you good money. Exactly. That's why I make croquettes, love. You make a big idea of the croquettes, that makes this. Yeah. <laughs> you're right, you repackage. Yeah, dude, you're dude, right. yeah, I'm weird with leftovers. Like, I'm down with them, but at the same time, like, I always repackage. Like, you said, like, I'm like, damn, I'll take this turkey and do a grilled cheese out of it. Yeah. Or whatever. I'll make a deal with fucking a taco. Got it. Can you share what might, what might be on the horizon when it comes to these croquetas? Um, right, I mean, so without yeah, giving away too much of the competition, because all the other croqueta guys are listening to this podcast. So I, <laughs> I mean, and, and I hope they are. I'll come for you. Know, <laughs> no, uh, man, the brisket one for sure. Okay, that one's definitely going to come from the horizon. Okay. Um, the pizza one's been coming back, but we're going to do a, a pizza. Uh, there's a pepperoni. We're going to do a pizza without the pepperoni. Okay, for the vegetarian. Gotcha. Uh, I want to do a vegan one. I've been asked that a lot. So I gotta yeah. do a vegan one. It's not gonna be meat flavored. To me, I think it's weird when vegans like try and emulate like meat food. It's like just do your own thing. Like, yeah, just make something different. Yeah. So it'll it'll be something different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, man, I, my wife and I were talking about doing an Elena Elena food. Okay. You know what? Yeah, yeah. It's like a food sandwich with turkey, and then it has the is that the one with the. Cream cheese and the it is cream cheese and, and jam. The jam. The jam. Yeah. So in the center will be cream cheese and jam and turkey. But turkey is a little dry. It's weird to deal with. So yeah. I gotta play with that. I may make it chicken. Okay. It's not, but it, it cap it captures like the texture that you're yeah, looking for. Dude, that turkey's so dry. It's like when you make it, you eat fat. Like you need fat. Okay, that's like the most important because that's what makes the flour taste great. You know what I'm saying? That's it seeps into the flour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. yeah exactly. That's that's what you know the vegetable. So that's what makes it fucking. It. So you need fat. So when you have something, even with the vegetarian one, that's why I think it's so great. There's no animal fat. Really. Yeah, it's butter. Yeah, it's whatever you take a wrong butter. Nah. But. So yeah, so it's figuring out the taste. Yeah, so that's the that's the one that's like, all right, we got to do this right. 
Yeah, no, you gotta get it right now, especially if it's gonna if it's gonna hold its own amongst yeah. the four that you had me test out here. I mean, yeah, yeah But the main thing is in the near, we're gonna start opening up more for lunch, you know. Uh, thanks. We're gonna introduce our rice bowls, which are gonna be and they're gonna be they're gonna be Cuban Filipino inspired. Talk about garlic fried rice. Wow. Wow. It's not a, it's not fried rice. It's literally nailed rice flipped with olive oil and garlic. And it's brought into being delicious. That with our with our different meats that we have, our pickled veggies, fried egg on top. Oh, fried egg on top. That's it. Like, give me a piece of bread with a fried egg on top and I'd be happy with that. It has a place everywhere. It has a place everywhere. I've had a pizza with a fried egg on it and I'm like, this is it's different, but it, it makes all the sense in the world. Was that at a strange, uh, at, um, what are they called? Was that at, um, by, down south by Tampa Andy Trail? No, it's that Spanish Korea. It wasn't a Spanish Korea. No, no, it wasn't Spanish Korea. Because they have a they have a French meat. They have one of them. They have bacon, egg, and cheese on a pizza. Yeah, shout out to you, bro. Yo, for sure. Now it was further north, like in the area that I'm from. I wish I could remember the name of the place, but yeah, they have it up there. And they cut it in squares. But it was dope. I excellent pizza. Yeah, dip the egg and spread it out. Crazy, crazy. One last thing before we get out of here. Um, I know we tried the coconut flan, grandma, sweets. Like, where do you sit when it comes to sweets? What's the favorite postre? Uh, I mean, here we got churros. Okay. Yeah, okay. we got traditional style uh, cajeta, which is uh, goat cheese caramel. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And we serve it with ube leche con sal. Ube is purple and Filipino okay. style. Gotcha. Basically, it looks like purple leche con sal. Okay, okay. People look at it like, what is that? They go, just try it. <laughs> you eat that purple ketchup in the 90s, just put that in your mouth. <laughs> the banana joint. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, dude, oh, man, Boston. I'm an ice cream guy. Are you? Okay. I love, like, okay. Sweet Melody. My boy, dude. That's another My boy, one. Mike, dude. dude oh, you, oh, you, you yeah, got Mike? Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, very well. Yeah, we've done some pairings here. Nice. I served this ice cream. Actually, he actually, he was at my wedding with my wife. He oh, made, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, oh, he gave us, like, that Fruit Loops ice cream, that lavender, bro. That shit. I haven't had it yet, but that lavender. Oh, it tastes like when you're eating fucking Fruit Loops and, like, that last bowl. Like, the, the milk, it tastes yeah. just like that, dude. I was like, oh, my God. That's so Yeah. No, so yeah, I'm an ice cream. Wow, I, for me, ice cream. So that is, or ice cream cake. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah, it's good. Like I, I have that uh, thing where I put up a strange beast, and if I, I've had a pizza there, I've had some beer there, and then I'm saying they're like, yeah, it wouldn't be totally off the wall to go grab some ice cream for another. Like, that blue monster, whatever cookie monster that is. Oh, it's even Cafe Guano, the Cuban bean one that he does. I haven't had that one. But then again, I'm not a coffee guy, but it tastes like an espresso ice cream and then there's like chunks of beans in it. Really? It is so good. Yeah. It's like, uh, that, yeah. guy's got, that guy's mastering ice cream. That's it. Shout out to Yeah, that's true. Yeah, excellent. Um, yeah, close, I mean, you, you did everything I asked you. Plus more. I didn't think I was going to. I'm gonna get fed, and that was a wonderful experience. We broke it down. I mean, we got to know you, your food journey. Um, 
your beer taste, my beer taste, <laughs> like taste your beers. We talk music and we talk food. Uh, yeah, man. For y'all that don't know us, for y'all that do know, uh, there it is. Who's Reason is the podcast. As always, I'd like to thank my guest, Blake. Listen, for taking the time sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the viewer, the listener. Yeah, this man right here. Singing in the room five. Constantly collaborating with the podcast. SFMG Reppin. Uh, if you're jerking your nerves, tell a friend. If you're jerking your strong, tell a friend. Tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Let them know. You tell everybody. I will lie. I'm making that plan. The cocoa in it. Where's my at? Yeah, this is great. Um, streaming platforms, all of them, right? Yeah, that's typically what I say. Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, you know what's up. YouTube, YouTube videos, if you're watching this video, go ahead and hit subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when things pop up. Let me hit it with the likes, the comments, all that, and so forth. Tune in to all the SFMG podcasts, music, the music, the adventures. Shouts to Noah Hosey, go fast. Let's go. Um, WDKH Radio on SoundCloud. Human Sushi, they're coming back. They're coming back stronger than ever. Shouts to the homie out of Kendo. The homie out of Kendo. And um, yeah, another show. It's a wrap. Uh, I'm a